Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, Hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. Hi, I'm the birthday queen. And I'm just the peasant Stony. <laughs> Correct. I was like, wow, the birthday queen's so fancy, she doesn't even get a name this week. She's just the birthday queen. Oh, it's Jamal, in case you haven't figured it out. <laughs> Wait, who's the birthday queen? I don't know. <laughs> Ugh, this, I'm so confused, and this podcast just started. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's Scorpio season. You better come correct. Um, So it is Jamal's birthday, so I got a bottle of champagne, so I thought, like, what better way to celebrate Jamal's birthday with some champagne ASMR? Yum. I love popping bottles. I love bubbles like in my earpiece. Yeah. Not really, though. All right, you guys. <laughs> let's see if I can do it. <laughs> oh, this is so exciting. I just love the sound of bottles popping. Oh, no. What's happening? It's not, it's not going to be exciting, I think. <laughs> Did you get the Andre again? Yeah. Watch your eye. Everyone knows Andre doesn't do anything. Jesus Christ. It was like my last we lover. We can edit a sound in. Yeah, we'll edit in that sound. I don't really know how that works, but get on it. Plop. <laughs> oh, there it goes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, champagnes make plop sounds, right? Okay, just making sure. <laughs> we did it. Here. Answer Alyssa tongue pop sound. <laughs> Here, I'm going to try and make it up to you guys by letting you listen to me pour the champagne into my glass. How about that? Ooh, fizzy fun. Oh, God. Oh, God, it's wow. at the top. This podcast is so low budget. <laughs> hey, hey, we're just the queen doing her best. Girl, we're the bougie queens. And it's my birthday, so fuck everyone. <laughs> yeah, F you. Anyways, so this is Jamal's birthday podcast. Um, so we are going to be basically just spinning the podcast celebrating Jamal's birthday. Uh, before we do that, Avi, you guys like want to know what's going on in our lives. So you guys, what is going on? Spill the tea. Um, Spill the tea. What's going on in my life? Um... I don't know. Like, I sound so boring because, like, nothing has really happened the past <laughs> week. Um, yeah, I guess, I don't know, getting ready for Thanksgiving. Are you making anything special? Probably, like, lots of low-carb dishes, like paleo shit that, like, from the paleo cookbook and stuff. Mm. Are you making the cobbler we talked about last Yeah, episode? I'm making blackberry cobbler at mom and dad's, like. We're going to have blackberries and I'm going to like make cobbler. That's always a hit because his family mm. actually grows the blackberries. So yeah. they're like yeah. farm to table type shit. It's like farm fresh blackberries, girl. Yeah, I saw your mom picking them before. Yeah, girl. We pick them all the time. I'm excited. I'm going to have some. <laughs> can you guys like inter office me some of that cobbler? Oh, yeah. We can totally freeze it and yeah, ship we'll it. Yeah, we'll totally put it in a manila envelope <laughs> and just like send oh it over. Oh, my God. This queen right <laughs> yes. here. She's so resourceful. <laughs> Just put it in a manila envelope. <laughs> Just write my name on it, and I'm sure it'll get here super quick. Yeah. Luzon, mail that shit. <laughs> I don't know. That's my report. Like, basically nothing happened. So. That is it? There's no, like, game that has come out that we're super obsessed with I'm still with playing right Red Dead Redemption 2, the cowboy game. It's, like, super long. I'm never 
like fucking finishing it. You're ruining my birthday. What, what about else Pokemon? <gasps> oh yeah, Thank Pokemon. You, let's go. We started that. You're That's the real MVP. Fun. I don't even play video games, and I was like excited to hear about it. <laughs> it's really cool. Like we both got. Well, we both have Switches, so it's kind of like a win for Nintendo because we have to buy two of everything. <laughs> of course. But, um, st- <laughs> Stony has like the Pikachu version and I have the Eevee version and it's just so awesome because it's a perfect like remake of the original games with like these updated graphics. It's just everything. It's so hard not to, you know, play it for hours. This sounds super lame, but on Friday night when we got it, we opened it up and like Joel and I basically played it on the couch, like sitting next to each other for like three hours. But didn't talk to each other at all. Basically just to be like, where are you at in the game? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm here. And he was like, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I was bitching about not being able to beat Misty. Like, I clearly should have started with Pikachu because these water Pokemon were fucking me up. But, you know, we're past that. (laughs) But it's so addicting. Like, it's so easy to play, too, because it's just like you running around and you're just like, press A, press A, press A, plus X. Like you're just like so it's just like I'll just keep going for like five more hours. Wow, so fun. Well, my week was fun. It's of course um I celebrated my birthday mostly over the weekend. So I went to a coworker's going away party. Uh shout out to Katie. She's leaving us this Friday. She's transferring to North Carolina. Whoa, where's that? In the biz. I know. It's somewhere east. Oh. <laughs> don't know is that for in sure. america I can't, I can't confirm i th- i believe so i can't confirm or deny that i just i'm not sure if they got hit by the hurricane and if there's like rebuilding going on mm. out that way yeah but i thought they got dislodged <laughs> but that was fun like um of course it was my birthday weekend so i use it as uh some time to play dress up and just do something that i don't usually do and it wasn't much. I just threw on like a cute little blazer with a pocket square and a shirt that was probably a little too low. Oh, and I know. I looked really cute. So were it was you a, fun a little night. cleavage. I was. The girls were out to play, and <laughs> <laughs> so were so were those Jello shots. I had so many Jello shots, and you know, Seth. Like when I get tipsy, I get I'm like social times twenty. So yeah. Um, I talked to everybody. I was just like a fucking cyclone at that party. It was just like talking to everybody, chilling here, chilling over there, pouring drinks over there, <laughs> talking shots. more over there. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a good time. I'm glad that we stepped out. Stony left a little early, and um, one of my good friends from work, Angie, took me home. Shout out to you. You're a real one. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, I have a question. Is uh is the Jello shots that you did were they made with no sugar Jello or did you have carbs? Ugh, I was compromised, but you know, <laughs> I'm I'm the supervisor at the party, so you know, I did one with the kids. And by one, I mean probably five uh, blue raspberry vodka Jello shots. Oh. They were delicious, and I still felt thin the next day. That's that <laughs> sounds delicious. And also, I have another question for you because I just want to know if it's true what they say that your milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. For sure, we can just ask Stony that one. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) It's better than yours. (laughs) Good job. Follow up question. (laughs) Uh, 
but it was a good time i like i like being social i'm an extrovert like the people give me energy i have my moments where i just don't want to deal with people at all but whenever i am kind of like in a party situation or a social scene like i just that's when i'm at my best i'm great with people and i know i'm a good time and that was just the start of it all yeah (laughs) sounds like a fun time girl yeah, we went to, um. well, it's Monday now, so we're not doing very much tonight because we have to work tomorrow. Stony Stony's off for the rest of the week. Let's ignore him for Wait, the rest of the Wait, how show. did he do that? Did he quit his job? <laughs> <laughs> no, girl, I have time banked and I am using that time. So oh, shit. get on my level. Ooh, <laughs> shots fired. Whoa. I love Stony shots fired. I know. But anyway, he took me to this place in Indy called Tastings on um, Sunday. And that was really cool. We got to see, we got to have brunch. And long story short, the place is like where you can sample a whole bunch of wines. You put like a, some money on a card that you put into their special ma- machines. Ooh. And you can get like a sample size, a half glass or a full glass. And I had a lot of tasty wines. We bumped into Celeste, Seth, randomly. Oh, really? Like she was just there tasting? Yeah. No. Like we were walking through the mall. So we got on the escalator to go up to the second floor of the mall. And as we're going up the escalator, like I see this girl walking and I'm like, she looks really familiar. Who is that? Because I'm like seeing her from the side. Yeah. And then like she's turning to like get to go down the escalator and she's like, Oh my God. And we're like, Whoa, Celeste. Stoney spoke up before I could, because you know, I'm blind already. So I'm just like staring. I was like, this poor girl is like going to turn around and be terrified for her life. (laughs) I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Like I know this person I'm like squinting and I have my good glasses on. I'm still squinting. And it was Celeste. And she joined us for a drink and ended up hanging the, hanging out the whole time we had awesome conversation she's doing really well right now awesome so that was a nice little surprise i I like was really surprised that uh that she was there but then after the weekend i saw she was at our our friend ryan's gay wedding yeah she was here for lgbtqia plus nuptials yeah which is always a good time (laughs) deep in the heart of indiana wow yeah but the snowball continues um I'm waiting currently on my offer via email. I verbally accepted a new job today. I can't tell you people where, but new adventures are on the horizon. That's always fun. Can you get me a new job too? (laughs) Well, now that I have one, you know, if you need to like practice interview questions or have me review your resume, I'm always up for that. Just ask my team. Can you just ask me like (laughs) a typical interview question and I'll try and answer it? Okay, let me pull out one of the good ones. What is your greatest strength and what is your greatest weakness and why? My greatest strength is probably being able to uh, drink a lot very quickly, but then also knowing my limit when to stop. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And Um, (laughs) is she a temp? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is that a bad start or should i tell you my le- what my weakness is it's all about the finish you better triple axle and land this shit okay so probably my greatest weakness is hmm i don't know i mean i'm like pretty awesome it's hard to answer that question next you don't say i don't know in interviews i can do whatever i want <laughs> Let me let me give you one that catches people off guard and they're just never prepared for it. Oh yeah, Are you ready? shoot. What's your spirit animal and why? Oh god, this one. Um 
my spirit animal is a bald eagle because it represents America and I just do so good at my job that I soar above the rest. Oh gosh, we can't hire her because she clearly voted for Trump. Damn it, not again. (laughs) Trump. I hate all of these questions. Trump will deport (laughs) all of you. Why? Because you can't answer them. (laughs) If you don't like America, go move somewhere else. See, here's how you here's how you answer that question. My spirit animal is a grizzly bear because they're strong and confident and. That's what gets the job done. Quiet leadership that makes just as big of an impact as the people who are out loud in the open. You know, I think if I was applying to McDonald's, my spirit animal answer would probably have worked. (laughs) I feel like I would, I would like fuck it up somehow. And I feel like I'd just be like, I'm a lemur. Uh, Yeah. No, that's cool. Why would you be a lemur? Because they're just like quirky and like they don't fit in a box oh that's actually a really good answer oh <laughs> that's interesting that's gonna make me remember you my real answer my spirit animal is a sloth because i don't want to work here and while i'm here i'm gonna be extremely slow and uninterested <laughs> wow send her to the mail room i hope you get your mail uh, if i was like ever if I was just like ever bored, like if I had nothing to do and I won the lottery, I would just like go on interviews and troll people. Oh, I God. interview a lot of people. <laughs> I have currently seven interviews scheduled to replace Katie, so I'm going to be busy. Yeah, girl. Wow. I don't know. But that was my week. Super, super great week. I'm super pumped and excited for what the future holds. And I'm just in a very good place right now. Yeah. Yeah. What about your week, Seth? Um, <laughs> my week was also similar to Stoney's where it was like kind of not a lot happened. <laughs> um, I did overtime on Saturday. That was real awesome. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh. He sounds so interested. How is how is that going? I know sometimes it's like mentally like you know you're going into work on a Saturday and it's like kind of a mind fuck. Like how do you deal with it? Um I mean, it's to me like I'm just I I'm the kind of person like I just get into a routine and I always wake up at the same time. Like even on the weekends, I'll wake up like for me sleeping in on the weekends is sleeping until 7 a.m. Same here. (laughs) I always wake up before my alarm. It's very annoying. I know. So so um, so for the weekend, like, I don't know. I was also really tired Friday night, too. So I think I just went to bed like kind of early and like woke up. So, I mean, it's just like. I'm trying to make money, so I got to go in, and I know that, so I just wake up, and I didn't have to pack a lunch, yeah. so that also made it a little bit easier. I knew I wouldn't have to do that in the morning. Well, that's good. It's kind of like that fight or flight mode. You're just like, well, girl, if we're going to get this bread. We need to go to work. Yeah, it was kind of shitty, though, because like um, I didn't get a lot done, like as much done as I was hoping that I would, and then also... like. My supervisor was like trying to test me, so like test my patience, and I was just like kind of ruined my productivity because I was so pissed off. I can teach a class on this. Don't give in. I just like that job is just so so frustrating. It's like a new thing happens every day that's just like makes me want to like throttle someone through a window. Sounds like me. This is what I tell my team all the time: a closed mouth smile goes for miles. Don't say shit. Just give them a closed mouth smile. Yeah. And you can do that via email. (laughs) Girl. I don't know. So yeah, so that was my week. Uh, I went to the dentist to see Dr. Savage again because um, I thought like 
I had a toothache or something. I thought my mouth was in trouble, but it turns out like it's a mystery. She said all my fillings were intact and not to worry. So, oh no, I hope it's not the Zika. No, but hey, the good thing was I got to leave work early, which is awesome. And then because I was out of my dentist appointment so early, I went right next door and tried Shake Shack for the first time. Oh, were you with Steven? No, I went by myself. Uh, Steven was still at work at that point. (laughs) Okay, I asked because he recently posted a picture. Our last guest, our guest on the last episode, friends, um, he posted a picture of a Shake Shack burger. He was actually the first person to be in that Shake Shack. So that's kind of cool. Oh, that is cool. So how was it? He was the very first one served. Well, I mean, I know I had like a little uh, conversation on Insta with our friend Ebeth about it, but um, we were like debating like, cause she likes Shake Shack more and I like In-N-Out more. So for me, Shake Shack, like the actual patty itself was pretty tasty, but also like if you put enough salt in any kind of burger, it's going to taste good. I'm more (laughs) In-N-Out as well. Yeah, In-N-Out's just better. Like, it's more tasty. Like, they put some, like, super bland white people sauce on the sta- on the Shake Shack burger. <laughs> like, it was made the whole burger so boring. <laughs> you know, In-N-Out just gives you a nice voluptuous patty every time. And, you know, if you make it animal style, it's that much better. This is definitely not low-carb, listeners. No. Well, you can get it low-carb. You can get it with uh, just the burger and, and a lettuce wrap. Yeah, you can. You can. But a lot of, like, the sauces will have, like, hidden sugars in it. So beware of the sauce. Oh, yeah. Definitely that uh, In-N-Out sauce has a lot of sugar in it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, other than that, I mean, like, the fries were pretty underwhelming. There were just some, like, Orida, like, frozen French fries. <laughs> Supposedly, if you put... Oh, Oh, gosh. Hot cheese on them. They're better. I don't know. I can't see that saving the I fries. Mean, ooh. Hot cheese makes everything better. Hot so cheese, props. please. <laughs> <laughs> Not even hot cheese could save these fries, girl. Oh, my God. Damn. But, that's saying a lot. Yeah, that's bad. Like, I mean, it was good, but I'm not like, oh my god, I have to go back. Like with when I have In and Out, I like want it all the time. Yeah, it's like it's really like crack. If I'm ever around an In and Out, I usually have it at least twice before I get back on the airplane. I want it and I need it now. No. <laughs> I know. I've been uh, having the knockoff up here in Seattle. They have a chain called Cali Burger, which was started by a former In-N-Out manager. So it's like pretty similar. So that's like my ch- my like cheat fix. But like I need to get some actual In-N-Out like in my life soon. You know what I thought about randomly was that restaurant you took us to called Lunchbox. Oh yeah, Lunchbox. Oh, Laboratory. that place is the bomb. That's yeah. fucking awesome. I, I love want that, place. that. I wish I had that right now. Yeah, that place is fun because they always do like new burgers. They're always like putting different stuff on the menu. There's always like new options and it's so good. Ooh, the next time we're in town, we're going there first. Yeah, again. we're coming there this summer, next w- summer. We so are bye. for sure. We're going to keep Seth posted. Yes. So we're going to do Seattle before or after we leave Alaska. Yeah, you guys will love it in the summer. It's going to be hot. It'll be like Indiana weather. So get ready <laughs> i can't wait to be like naked so ready in for sweating season again I mean just kidding <laughs> no way <laughs> i hide in my apartment and turn on my portable air conditioner like the whole summer <laughs> we're all really vampires so we like talk all this shit like we're gonna be outside but we'll probably be in some shadow in the air conditioning i prefer to be inside pretty much all the time <laughs> just ask my dad me too <laughs> 
god. My dad was always trying to get me to go outside and was like, I have books to read. Yeah. I have things to do. <laughs> There's video games to play, books to read. Like, come on, girl. Get yeah. us together. I have to practice. I know. But um, yeah, so that's kind of our week. Uh, kind of a warm-up convo. You know, this is Jamal's birthday episode. So I think maybe we can like take a quick break so we can refill our drinks, whatever we're drinking. Actually, what are you drinking, Jamal and Stoney? Yo, I'm, dr- I'm just drinking whiskey straight up. What? Yeah, we're kind of like, so I'm drinking whiskey and water and <laughs> Mio. Yeah. Bitch had to get a little ghetto because she ran out of sparkling water. Someone didn't plan ahead. Yeah, I was like, I don't have any sparkling water. I need to make a mixed drink. So I put wh- whiskey, water, and then I like sprayed Mio inside my drink. And I'm like, sure, no problem. I can just drink this by itself. But I already finished my champagne. So woo. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I do that too, though. Like on the reg, like vodka plus water plus Mio. It's like so good. Also with tequila. It is good. I yes, pretty much yeah. have no standard, so this totally works for That's me. That's healthy though, right? When I say we're <laughs> when I say we're easy, we're actually pretty goddamn easy. Yeah, I mean it's low carb, I guess. I don't know. Because <laughs> there's no there's no carbs because it's like water, like flavored sugarless water. It's healthy besides like the cancer chemicals I'm putting in my body. <laughs> I mean we'll flush it out with more fat. With all these fires, we're all probably gonna get cancer anyways, so it's fine. <laughs> We're all fucked in the end, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, well, happy birthday, Jamal. Let's go. <laughs> let's uh, let's go. Take happy a birthday. Break. Hopefully, you survive another year. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's take a quick break, you guys. We'll be right back. Honest <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back. I I just wanted to apologize for not uh, getting back any quicker. So, you know, we are celebrating Jamal's birthday and I like ran into some trade in the bathroom and we made out in the bathroom a little bit. So, uh, (laughs) I'm sorry for for holding up the podcast for (laughs) for you guys. She's Uh, messy. This is not good. (laughs) I'd expect nothing less. <laughs> but yes, this is Jamal's birthday podcast. So I think it would be only appropriate to start the second half by maybe um, giving Jamal like a little cheers for his birthday. So maybe we can um, oh. just uh, just say a couple words about Jamal. Oh my gosh, you guys are so sweet. You guys. Okay, I'll let you go first then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you heard anything. Sorry. I'm trying to do ASMR again. I heard it. Okay, good. I think my cup's plastic. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, first of all, happy birthday to Jamal. You may be over 30 now, but that doesn't mean you're old. <laughs> it just... Fuck? me. <laughs> this is going well, right? <laughs> It is. Keep going. Okay, so, but you don't look a day over 21, and so it's been, like, really awesome being your friend for, I think, the last, 
at least 12 years. It's definitely over 13. 13. You lose count after a while. I'm getting You senile. really do. You really do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's been like super awesome being your friend. We've always had like so much fun together. And even though we live so far away, we still get to do this podcast and have fun with, you, with each other. And I get to celebrate with you on your birthday. So even from afar... Happy birthday. Cheers to you. Cheers. Thank you. Clink, clink, Cheers. bitch. Clink, clink, clink. Oh, so nice. <sighs> All right, so now it's my turn. Um, Here we go. <laughs> so I just want to say happy birthday to Jamal. I've known you for over seven years, probably more like nine years, but been with you for seven years. Yes. And I don't know what I would do without you. Aww. I love you more than anything. And just happy birthday. And I look forward to many more years celebrating your birthday. Oh, thanks. You guys, it sounds like he's buying me a Frenchie. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <Uh-oh. laughs> it was a good try, Jamal. It was. Seth knows all my tactics. I think Stoney's still learning some of them. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. I thought, you know, in order, well, I guess, is there anything that you want to say, Jamal? Like, since it's your birthday, like, is there anything you want to... Uh, you know, I've had an interesting life. I've been forced to grow up way sooner than, you know, children should have to. Just, you know, life happens. We're not going to make this a sob story. So... I'm really taking my 30s as a time to just explore and be adventurous and step my pussy up, you know, from this moment forward. We're not just going to be doing t-shirts and jeans or the basic button up looking like everybody else. Um, Saturday was a preview. Blazers Mm. with the nice pocket square moment and the right shoe, maybe a little bit of heel. Just grown man shit, you know. I am going to present to you GQ, and I'm excited to do so. So I'm going to have fun, and I hope you all have fun with me. Did you get burnt? What is that on your hand? Yeah, I got burnt when I was making the prosciutto-wrapped asparagus for the party on Saturday. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I strategically masked it with my bracelets. (laughs) And Neosporin. Oh. <laughs> it's always good to accessorize your burns and cuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's that's really it. Like, I'm just <laughs> excited for what's to come. I've never been afraid of aging. And I know I'm just going to be serving my best Beyonce. Well, obviously, black don't crack. But me as a white person, I'm like, fuck, I'm screwed. Listen, I give you the tea <laughs> and the secrets. You just need to listen. You're, you need to use your almond and your apricot oil every day. And you won't even know what wrinkle means. Well, it's easy for you to say when I'm just like melting over here. Well, no. Okay. So contrary to popular belief, okay, my skin is very difficult because it's oily and it's dry. Get into that. Like that's extra fucked up. I can't just put like blot powder on my face and call it a day queens. Like I need to like treat this shit or I look like an alligator. Meanwhile, I'm just like Hillary 2016. You will not be Hillary. (laughs) Jamal, what's it like to be married to the Crypt Keeper? I will divorce him if he doesn't fix it immediately. (laughs) 
<laughs> Girl, JK, love you. Um, JK, JK. Somebody Amazon me some collagen, like ice strips <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> I need to get plastic no. surgery. I'm like Mother Earth over here. I have all of my like natural concoctions that help your skin, but that's all things I had to learn as I got older. And like when I get really stressed out, my my skin is not shit. So it looks really great right now. <laughs> <laughs> well you know i'm gonna be taking the the little elixir from death becomes her so i can stay young and pretty forever Ooh, yeah that's what i need that's really the goat right there oh, yeah Jesus i'm looking Christ. forward to it so my <laughs> boobs can be perky again me too i need perky tits i'm doing yoga in the morning i hope that helps yeah hey everyone thanks for listening to our podcast so far thanks for coming Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. So to continue our podcast, I think Jamal, we're kind of letting Jamal pick what we do, but I think you said something about wanting to know like our turn up songs or party songs. Yeah. So think of this as like a kind of like wild card episode. Thank you for joining me for my birthday celebration. I just want to dig into some of our like turn up tracks, like when you're getting ready to go out. When you're getting ready to go to Pride, when you're getting, you know, ready in the mirror, what are you listening to? You know, what gets your shit going and like amps you up for the night? That's what I want to hear. It's Britney, bitch. No, just kidding. <laughs> Blackout album. <laughs> that is a good one, though. It is. <laughs> What what is that uh, song anyway? That where she says that I don't even know because I'm not me, like a, give me more, give me more, oh, give me. Give that was me such more. a hot mess. Like when she did the VMAs. I feel or like whatever. we need to post a like South Park clip. <laughs> she of had that. her beer belly. She was like, "Yes, give me more." <laughs> I think my favorite Britney song is the Alien demo. <laughs> Y'all ain't shit. Okay, I was I gonna love say, the alien demo. I was gonna say Stevie yes. wasn't shit, but both of y'all are just out here dragging poor Britney. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a mess just, though, for real just leave britney alone <laughs> oh i live for leave britney alone moments <laughs> me too <laughs> so let's start like naming names i think that my favorite what will one of my favorite like pump up songs is money by Nicki minaj oh okay Nicki, problematic fave that is a good yeah. one yeah <laughs> She wasn't problematic until recently. <laughs> During the pink print, she was not uh, problematic at all. That's valid. I do like that song. I don't know. I'm terrible with like song names, but I'm, ass- I'm assuming I've heard this song at some point. I mean, I love pink print Nicki Minaj, so... I don't know. I'd probably have to hear the song to know remember what it was. You probably have. Like Nikki just brings like, you know, crazy as she is nowadays, she just brings like that energy. Like as soon as you hear her start in on a verse, you just you get excited and you want to just like bounce up and down with her and twerk a little bit, maybe shake your tits. Yeah. And then run out the door in a nice six inch pump. Yeah, girl. What about uh you guys? What's uh one of your pump up songs? Um, so this is like underrated fave. I don't know if anyone would like, like, I don't know if everyone will know about this one, but Cindy Lauper into the nightlife is one of my like favorite, like 
going out songs. Do you know what I'm talking about, Seth? I think I'm singing it in my head. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I don't even know. Like, the video is like her in a club or whatever. But like, it was something that she released in like, I think in 2005 or so. Like, it was like, it was like a later song she released in her career. But like, it's really good and it just like gets me pumped up because it's just like pulsing like club music and i remember always just listening to that before like i would go out to the gay bar or something like it was just always got me amped pulsing is the word yeah pulsing it's yeah you just feel you feel the beat and it just like revs you up you're just like i'm gonna walk into this club and just like fucking stomp you know stomp to the death hell yeah i'm the hottest bitch in here you can't tell me anything yeah, that's Thanks. a good pick. What about so, you, Jamal? Let's turn it up. Birthday tradition. What do I do? Put on a Beyonce concert and drink red wine <laughs> or drink champagne. That's what I did tonight. I had both. So <laughs> <laughs> so naturally, my first one is Freakum Dress by Beyonce off of the B-Day album. Ooh. Get it? B-Day. <laughs> the irony is not lost upon me. Ha <laughs> ha. I just love this song. Like the videos, everything. This is kind of like this album is when you started to figure out that Beyonce was not of this world. You know, something different is going on there. And, you know, this song just has the energy I crave. Like whenever I hear a song, I don't know if anybody else does this. You can kind of like picture yourself either performing it or like dancing to it and just having like a complete moment like if this song comes out and i'm out somewhere like all eyes are on me whether i'm dancing or i'm talking or i'm just (laughs) like in the middle of a circle doing whatever like (laughs) all of the attention's on me just like saturday was (laughs) hell yeah yes girl bell of the ball that's right that's right snap (laughs) snap snaps so i love this song just because you know to this day that album came out in 2006 i was living in eigeman shout out to iu when that album came out and um i had it on my ipod mini i had it burned on a couple cds i just go up for this song every time i hear it it's actually kind of funny that you mentioned that as one of your songs because i also had picked a beyonce song for one of my songs (sighs) So mine comes from the album Sasha Fierce. Oh, which Ooh. one? Controversial. So my turn up song is Sweet Dreams. Oh, that's a good one. That's a moment. That's a good one. That's like an iconic Beyonce song. And it's just uh, like you can't just not like want to like go like rage when you hear it. Yes, that's so true. And like it's it's kind of got this like subtle mystery to it as well if you remember the music video like she's kind of like robotic and part of it but then she's also like this like femme fatale fairy in one moment of it it's just like ugh, it's everything lots of wind through her hair all of the fans i don't know i'm (laughs) again i'm like terrible song names like i'm sure i've heard this song i just don't know girl you've heard this song you can be a sweet dream or a beautiful nightmare yeah. Oh, sweet, sweet okay. Oh, beautiful, beautiful nightmare. Okay, okay. <laughs> I know this song. Yeah, girl. All the runs. So that's mine. Can I like suggest? I don't know. Maybe this was one of yours, but was one of your turn up jams the birthday song? Honorable mention. Ooh, that could be. It wasn't, but I like that. Is that a turn? I know. I think that's more Stoney's turn up jam. Maybe. Unless I don't you're know. talking about Rihanna's birthday cake. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's more my vibe. <laughs> if only I had an ass to twerk. Um, <laughs> so I have like a song, I guess. Can I like, I guess I want to recommend like an entire like album if that's cool. And then like Ooh, recommend a song. From she's going album. rogue. Is that cool? So I think that's you're cheating. Fine. All right. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. We'll approve it this once. Well, you can't go ever wrong. And like, I can't obviously do this without mentioning Gaga because Gaga is like the most ultimate go out music ever queen and i would say from gaga's career her best work so far in her career has been the fame monster fuck yes which is Mm. literally eight songs of greatness like all the songs on that album telephone i don't even know if it was an album or an ep or whatever Telephone. well that was good too like they're all good like that's the thing like you can't really pick a song but I will say an underrated song on that album is the song So Happy I Could Die. Oh, yeah. Because the whole I song, love that song and the premise of that song is just like being at the club and being in a moment where you're so happy you could die. Like you don't even know. Who produced that song? Because the beats are just flawless. Like the transitions and just with the vocals overlaid on the beats. It's just like I mean, the producer, I've got it up right now. It's Red One and Gaga, which Red One did that that whole album. That was the Red One, yeah. But um, I don't know. It's just so good. Listening to the lyrics, I'm just like, yes, like Gaga, like you're channeling everything Ugh. about being at the club right now. She's a fucking yeah. alien. <laughs> She's so good. But I would always put that on. Like I would put that whole album on before I'd go out, like to be honest. Yeah, you could easily yeah. put that one on. Like you may or may not skip over Speechless, although that's my favorite song off of the Fame Monster. But Telephone was definitely like my aim away message. Like... Um, what's the line? Sorry, I cannot answer. I'm kind of busy. Whatever it was. <laughs> kind of busy. <laughs> kind of busy. I would, put, I would put that up whenever I was like out at Jake's or some bullshit in Bloomington. <laughs> yeah, that's telephone, isn't it? Yeah, it's telephone. Yeah. And Dance in okay. the Dark was so good too. I love Dance in the Dark. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Ebeth. She loves Alejandro. Oh, that's a really good one, you guys. That was a great video too. I mean... I I saw I've seen like her sing Alejandro before and I saw her you know because you guys know I've been obsessed with Queen so I mm-hmm. saw her at the MTV VMAs when she played with Brian May from Queen and Ugh. I think they did a song from the Fame Monster I'm trying to remember because this was a while ago but she came that was the one where she came as Joe Calderon do you guys remember that Yes, I do. <laughs> I don't think I saw I'll never that. forget those pictures. Everyone was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, she, people were like, what is Gaga doing? But of course it made sense by the end. Of course. But yeah, that's a good pick too. Yeah, you can't go wrong with like basically any song off the fame monster. It's yeah. pretty much badass. Like I still think that's like her best work. Like as Teeth. a complete album. Mm-hmm. A, a complete yeah. art. Yeah. Between Beyonce yeah. and Gaga, like the two of them just have like records that are just so, so many gems. I can't even put it into words. So many gems. And if you can't pick, then you can just listen to Telephone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Telephone. And as you know, like um, they have definitely shot together recently, Beyonce and Gaga. You know, there's <gasps> Telephone been the footage too? leaked. 
Yeah, it's coming. Also, I don't I don't know when, but there's been footage leaked of the two of them walking around set with like garbage bags all over them, so clearly covering their costumes and they both have oh on fuck. like Kardashian size shades, which Beyonce never fucking wears because she has class. Um can I just do a quick shout out though to just the greatness of Gaga because if you um if you go up there and listen to the Britney version of Telephone <laughs> So like Britney, like that was her song first and she yeah. turned it down yeah. and there's actually yeah. a demo out there of yeah, Britney there singing telephone There is, and it's God awful. I'm sorry, yeah, but it's, it's just good. terrible. <laughs> y'all are just throwing poor Britney under like y'all are just throwing her off the cliff. I mean, tonight. I love Britney, but like talent wise, like when it comes to like singing a song, it's just, she's more good at like giving a run of a song. One word. The vocals aren't there. One word. Levels. There's levels involved. You guys, this is actually the 20th anniversary of her debut record. Do you guys she's even so know? She's so lucky. She's a star. I love but lucky. She cries, Does that cries, make me gay? cries for the broken. <laughs> All right. That's gross. Sorry, you guys. Britney I ruined fan. Britney. <laughs> <laughs> So my next track is you got to have like a really like sexy moment. So like Rihanna's red lipstick. Ooh. Like if you are beating your face or getting a nice oil cleanse on, you know, making sure that skin is dewy and popping and those lips are on point for the night. Rihanna's red lipstick is just perfect. Like I love a lap dance tune. Like any song that sounds <laughs> like you can get a lap dance to. And this is one of them. Like if I were giving a lap dance, red lipstick would be in my top three because I could work that shit out. <laughs> Hell yeah. So like picture I- that like imagery and that thought process while you're like getting ready. There's no way you can't have a good night. Like you just feel awesome. You feel super sexy and just ready to go. Yeah, definitely. I mean, can we just talk about how <laughs> like... So it's about Rihanna, but so can we talk about how like every Halloween, like every drag queen do, like does their performance to Disturbia and acts like they're a Rihanna stan? Oh yeah, that's just like, it's like a drag staple at this point and we just watch so many of them fail. Yeah. I don't know. I said it. Sorry. Don't care. It's my birthday. Just give me like Rihanna umbrella and I'll like be down for it. <laughs> <laughs> Same album. Good job. <laughs> shout out to summer of 2007 (laughs) that was a good summer (laughs) that was a good summer (laughs) that is a really good pick girl damn i came to play like what (laughs) (laughs) should we do another round or should we move on i mean it's your birthday like how are you feeling girl i have one more do you do any of you have any more this has been fun I so have far. One more. You can go first, but I do have like an honorable mention. Okay. Me. So my last one, for those of you who don't know, like fun fact, like I am a No Doubt fan. Like I love No Doubt. I saw them the summer of 2009 with Skylar, Jenna, and Carly. Shout out to all of you Hoosiers. And I cried because Sunday Morning is my favorite song and they played it as their encore. I was just like convinced they weren't going to play it. And um, I cried during that song and I cried during Don't Speak. (laughs) But but something more like bouncy and upbeat and just like a fun song, Spiderwebs. You can't go wrong with Spiderwebs. Every time Spiderwebs comes on, I just get like instantly happy. I put it on sometimes when we're getting ready to go out just because it puts me in that like 
you're going to be with friends, you're going to be positive, tonight's going to be a good night no matter what type of mood. Spiderwebs and Gwen Stefani's vocals and Tony's bass work does that for me. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So for me, all honorable mention is this is a song that like a couple years ago during my birthday, I couldn't like stop singing oh, this song. Oh shit. Um, this is the song I was trying to get you to say earlier. I um, want to party. Party. It's called, it's by a, a group called Zero Desire. Yes. And the name of the song is It's My Birthday. Because it's my birthday. And it's like, <laughs> I'm going to a party, party. I'm going to a party, party. It's the most basic song ever, but it has such a huge impact. We need to post that on the social uh, media. The song is amazing, girl. Let's like, post the video. Go- on Facebook or something for the for the listeners. Like I remember when it was my birthday like a couple years ago and I think we did go out or something. We I definitely like, listened went to, to it like all show. day long. I think we listened to it like at least like five <laughs> times in a row. <sighs> yeah. It was a lot, but we got through it, girl. It's a f- <laughs> <laughs> It's a bop, you guys. <laughs> it's a bop. <laughs> it's a fucking bop. <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys well let's wrap that part up um we're gonna take a a short short break and then we'll be back to talk about some gay news bye hi thanks for coming hey girl thanks for coming all right you guys it's time for some news but before we do that, actually, I would like to ask this question to Jamal from our Twitter. It is, what do keto people eat in place of birthday cakes? Birthday kombucha? Birthday grass? Birthday leaves? Ooh. Just wondering what they replace pure happiness food with if they don't eat carbs. Meatloaf cupcakes. <laughs> Meatloaf cupcakes. <laughs> No, meatloaf cupcakes are actually really good. Um, actually, though, so I am a crafty queen, and I make a lot of low-carb desserts from almond flour. So I use, like, almond flour to, like, make cakes and, um, like, use, um, like, a low-carb sweetener. Um, so, like, a lot of times you can have, like, those nice, like, cakes or, like, pies or whatever, you know, just from, like, my crafty... Um, uh, recipes that I get from several bloggers. You know, what's just really, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good, that's a good pick. That's creative. And I know like meatloaf, like cupcake sounds really gross, but get into it girls. It's healthy and your waist will stay the same size. <laughs> you guys, are those cakes, are like the keto cakes like even good though? Because I like it when my cakes jiggle a little bit. Oh, well, you know, if I had cakes to jiggle, then we could have I mean, have these that cakes discussion. are like super moist, like to the point of like I super moistness or something. I don't even know what I'm fucking talking about, but like moist. how moist? <laughs> so moist. <laughs> like the moistest. Uh, no, so the moistest of all time. So listen, so so actually, you know what's really good? I love breakfast food, like even for dinner. So like instead of a birthday cake, like make like a nice like breakfast like casserole situation. You just got some eggs and some butter, some sausage and bacon. Throw some jalapenos in there. Like live a little. Maybe I mean, I'm not going to lie. A lot of times the cakes that I make are not that great because they're kind of like spongy. <laughs> 
but aren't they supposed to be spongy well i mean i'm just saying like okay it's not gonna be like you're fucking like i'm eating duncan hines over here like this (laughs) (laughs) these are like betty crocker yeah these are like revised cakes (laughs) these are revised cakes Write that down. That's a new quotable. These are revised cakes, Henny. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think like what's the what's the one thing I would have besides birthday cake? Stoney's actually made like a lot of great low carb desserts. But you know what's really good and what I really appreciate is a good like macaroon. Ooh. So if we can perfect like a keto or even paleo, a paleo macaroon, that'd be like delicious. Yes. Well, these are all great ideas for our keto queens out there. And thank you, Nick, for sending that question in to us. It was yeah. um, very revealing. <laughs> About keto birthdays. Shade, he's on Instagram Live. Thanks, Nick, for the question. Thanks, Nick, for Thanks like hating us. For coming. <laughs> he's always there. Do you think Nick is like a link? He's like a dementor. Like he's just kind of always there. He knows. No, I mean he knows. Nick has been my friend for a long time, so he's just like no, no shade. He's like there for us. Yeah, he's supportive, girl. He's like there. I kind of feel like Sabrina, the chilling adventures of Sabrina. He's like our familiar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can he be like a goblin, though? Because that's cooler than just like a cat. (laughs) Sure. I don't know if he wants to be a goblin. I don't know who makes those decisions, but I'm just like, sure. I just made it. I'm the law today. No one's safe. Yeah. Anyways... Back to the news. I want to start you guys off with the craziest story that I read yesterday, and it is about Taylor Swift. Fucking Taylor. What is this bitch up to? So so in an interview with British Vogue, Zayn Malik stated when they were dating that like how they would <laughs> avoid paparazzi and so he said that she was traveling around in a suitcase so basically like it looks like they're loading out gear but it's just taylor swift in a fucking suitcase <laughs> so she doesn't get pictures taken of her is this bitch for real like has she not heard of blanket like can she not wear a mask like all the other weirdos in Hollywood. But like people might still swarm if they see like uh if they see just like a blanket over her, like they might just still come and like, you know, come after her. Ugh, I'm not into this. Put on like a wig. Like Mama Rui goes out in disguise all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean She's rich enough. She could be more creative than this. Do better, Taylor. But if you're in a suitcase, then you don't even have to walk. Like, people just carry you where you need to go. Well, yeah, people carry you, but, like, you also have to be, like, a size negative two, so people are willing to carry you. Taylor Swift is weirdo, man. Like, a couple years ago, like, I would say, like, probably, like, five years ago, I read this article about her, and she, like, lives in the same house as, like, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Like, she's, like... like, Is she, like, their den mother? Like, she's just, like, oh, like, these are my parents now, I guess. Like, I don't even know. Like, this girl is weird as fuck. Like, we don't need her in our life. This bitch is kooky. (laughs) But we knew that. Dude, Taylor Swift, I mean, honestly, she has to weigh less than 100 pounds. And she's very short in person, too. Like I said, size negative two. Yeah. I um, actually, I mean, I didn't meet her, but I saw her in 2009, like, when she was still a country star. And... (laughs) Well, now she's just a pop star. That's not Shade Girl. 
So, um, so she was performing at Dancing with the Stars, and uh, she sang Love Story, and oh, one more song. But yeah, so she like <laughs> walked out like right by where I was standing when I was working there, and I was like, oh my god, it's Taylor Swift. She's so little. She's so little. She is little. I liked her country music, though. I have to say, like Love I did Story like, was really cute. I did like Love Story. It was a cute track. But then she got psycho when she started opening her pussy up to like John Mayer and shit. Girl, you just gotta shake it off. Yeah, that's what she oh, said. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love New York just like everybody else. I don't think that. You know, you should like be hateful towards her. Ugh, that's rude because you just need to get out of the woods about this, Seth. Oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> 1989. 1989 was actually a really solid album, so I'll give her her, her props there. Didn't uh, really didn't good. Ryan Adams sing that album? I don't know. I you like know Wildest what? Dreams. I'm Wildest fi- Dreams is so pretty. I'm just filling 22, so I'm over this conversation. Except we're 32, <laughs> bitch. Get out of here. You wish you felt 22, bitch. <laughs> uh, the worst. I, it's more like, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 32. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's it's how, like, seriously, I am feeling 32. This is too much. It's like a a montage of me in men's warehouse, like trying on blazers and getting measured. Yeah, girl. (laughs) It's like me sitting at my desk hating my life. (laughs) (laughs) And wishing I still had friends. Wow, this got no. really sad. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to the next news story. Yeah. You have a story for us, don't you, Stoney? Yeah. Mine's like super depressing, but like I'm going to drag this person. So it's totally cool. That's fun. Um, <laughs> I kind of want to get McDoubles after this. Expose her. Girl, let's get through the podcast first, please. With no bun, <laughs> bitches. Don't play. Um. So my story's about. Um, the Senate race in Mississippi. Um, so last week or two weeks ago was the, um, was the actual like midterm elections. Right. And in Mississippi, there's a law that like if one candidate doesn't get 50% of the vote, basically go into the runoff where it's like the two top vote getters like face off each other. So, um, the election, for the runoff is I think on the 20th or the 21st. Um, but anyway, one of the centers running is a Republican Cindy Hydesmith. And she um, basically made some comments about being in support of lynchings. So <laughs> this is like, Whoa. obviously not good. Um, but she basically, um, I'm trying to find the quote here. Um, so basically she, this already sounds crazy. She was at like a campaign event and there was like somebody that she was like supporting in the event. But anyway, at the campaign event, she told a crowd of people, if this person invited me to a public hanging, I'd be on the front row, like super excited Listen, where does she live so I can personally snatch her hairline? Um, yeah. And then she also, then shortly after that, there was, I guess, a video that came out where she was basically saying that she supported like voter suppression. So she was saying that like all the liberal people, we basically need to like make it harder for them to vote so that 
like it does like makes her win basically that's terrible so basically and also she's anti-gay marriage of course because why wouldn't you be (laughs) i mean she is from Um, the south um so basically all i'm gonna say is that her opponent mike espy is the democrat running in the runoff against her so if any of our listeners in mississippi please do your due diligence and don't vote for this like crazy ass white person that's just like running around talking about lynching black people. So our resident hetero consultant Nick says she's a thirsty bitch, and I have to agree because she's <laughs> clearly doing this for clicks. Like I hope she gets her ass beat in the middle of the street and then thrown yeah. into a pile of cow shit. I mean, I'm just hoping all the people come out in support of Mike Espy because, like, we don't need this in our politics, right? Like, I know Trump has excited his base, and they're all excited because, like, brown people are evil, but... We're so scary, especially um, on our Beyonce birthday. Let's just... I don't know. Let's <laughs> send a message. I really hope we can send a message to this fucking lady and just be like, bitch, this is not allowed in our country. And yeah, if you want to be a Nazi, you can just move to Germany. <laughs> right, girl. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just over all of this, so I just wanted to, like, bring this story to light because this lady needs to be taken down basically so here we go there's a (laughs) level of awareness that needs to be out there like these are the people that are in the world and you know honestly speaking like you know it's very tough sometimes to keep up with the news like sometimes you know stoning is a type to just immerse himself in it and just be like there and ready all the time ready to go And I need like a break. But, you know, sometimes we can't afford breaks. We all need to know what's going on, who's saying what. So we're prepared in those moments where we need to be ready. If you stay ready, you don't need to get ready. It's for real people. Yeah. And, you know, it's actually kind of interesting because just like sort of to correct my like ignorant comedic uh, take on Germany. Um, So actually, like all references to Hitler and Nazism in Germany is illegal and you can go to jail for like, you know, doing the Sig Heil and like any like kind of mention of like Nazi activity. I mean, I think that makes sense for I mean, the fact that what Germany went through, right? Like that's it makes sense. Like the thing is, the United States has always been based on freedom of speech, whether it's like hate speech or whatever. Whatever speech. So I get it. I think it's a dangerous line to cross in this country when you like start censoring people for things. But it's also like, I don't know. I think I think I am a true believer in like justice, right? Like I think for the most part, people in this country want the better of like or have a good conscience right so like shit like trump is doing right now and shit like this like hyde smith lady is doing is going to get exposed and it's going to get confronted and that could be the biggest relief of all the fact that voters came out and told these people no we're not going to we're not going to stand for your racist bullshit anymore to me that's the biggest justice of all saying like no bitch you're gone so that's what i'm hoping for (laughs) no that's definitely like interesting like i had no idea so thanks for bringing that to to my attention i don't know about mississippi politics but now i do (laughs) (laughs) um so to continue with other like tragic stories so last 
Tuesday was the Transgender Day of Remembrance. And I thought it was really important. Like, I kind of wish we had told this story on last week's podcast to be ahead of the game. But, you know, better late than never. (laughs) So the Transgender Day of Remembrance. And it is always observed on November 20th. And it is a day to memorialize those who have been murdered as a result of transphobia. So it's a way to draw attention to the continued violence endured by the transgender community. And this has uh, this day has been going since 1999. So it's been going on for a long time, which is super awesome. And it was started in order to memorialize the murder of transgender woman Rita Hester in Massachusetts. So that's sort of the catalyst to the whole start of this day. And... Mm. Uh, I know it's kind of like older, but in 2010, the Transgender Day of Remembrance was observed by over 185 cities throughout more than 20 countries. Oh, wow. So I'm sure it's only grown since then, at least I hope. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It has to have, right? I would hope so. (laughs) I mean, like... Are, I mean, we've been talking a lot about transgender issues on this show, and I'm like, you know, I was thinking about it, and I was like really proud because, I don't know, maybe it sounds like like trite or something for me to say this, but I was like really proud of us because I feel like not a lot of gay men in the as a part of the LGBT community, I feel like the gay men are like typically fo- uh, focused on their own, you know, struggles, like the own struggles that we yes. face as gay men, yes. and that we don't often... You know, support the transgender community as a part of our, you know, we're all part of the same community, really. So I, was I like, would say really... that's very accurate. That's an accurate read. Yeah. So I'm really proud of us for like really speaking out a lot about it. Um, so just sort of to to wrap this up, t- I just wanted to mention that typically the transgender day of rem- uh, remembrance. Sorry, <laughs> I get to breathe. Um, the Typically, a transgender day of remembrance memorial includes the reading of the names of those who lost their lives from November 20th of the former year to November 20th of the current year and may include other actions such as candlelight vigils and dedicated church services. So I don't have uh, November to November, but I do have actually a list of um, violence against the transgender community just in 2018 alone. So far in 2018, there have been 22 transgender people fatally shot or killed by violent means. And this is from the Human Rights Campaign website. So in typical Transgender Day of Remembrance, I would just like to read somewhat quickly the names of the 22 people that we've lost so far in 2018. And hopefully we don't have to update the list anymore in the next coming couple months. So um, so just to remember, Krista Lee Steele... Knudslian. Sorry, I'm it's, I'm sorry for mispronouncing these people's names. Um, Vicky Gutierrez, Celine Walker, Tanya Harvey, Zacharia Fry, Felicia Mitchell, Amia Tyre Berryman, Sasha Wall, Carla Patricia Flores Pavon, Nino Fortson, Gigi Pierce, Anastasia English. Diamond Anastasia. Stevens, Anastasia. It's um, A N T A S H apostrophe A. So it's like Natasha English. Kathalina mm-hmm. Christina James, Keisha Wells, Sasha Garden, Von Tasha Bell, 
Dijonay Stanton. Dijonay. Dijonay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like feeling sort of dyslexic right now. Sean T. Tucker, London Moore, uh, who's only 20 years old, Mm -hmm. um, which is sad. Nikki Enriquez and Ciara Minaj Carter Frazier. So we speak their names. Yes, and they are not forgotten. And I do apologize for butchering their butchering their names, but I just felt like really on the spot to get them correct. But yeah, so you know, this is our little memorial to our transgender brothers and sisters that have fallen in 2018. And it's so sad to see you know people even as young as 20 years old like losing their lives and even younger i was reading the list from last year and there were like 17 year olds on the list and we have to think beyond ourselves like it's we've all had our struggle right whether it's race or sexuality but we need to come together on this front because we forget about our trans brothers and sisters until we've just seen like an episode of pose and now we're just like gagging over the season you know Go beyond that. It's more than a show. This is actually, these are people who have been around and who have been a force in the community since the start of the community. So we need to respect each other and lift each other up and protect each other. Yeah. And I want to say like, you know, obviously like rest in peace to like everyone that you mentioned on from that list. But like, I think, you know, as a gay man, like, I feel very fortunate that I grew up in the era that I grew up in because I kind of grew up in an era where a lot of the fight was already done for me. Yes. And I'm very thankful for that. Like I didn't have to go through a lot of the things that like gay men, we weren't really gay women had to go through. Right? Lines, right. And I feel like we're at this, we're at the point where a lot of gay people are accepted, but I think that trans people are obviously still going through like a major fight for acceptance. And I think as gay people, we need to be there for trans people to let help them through kind of the struggles that they're going through because they aren't accepted right now. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's a scary, it's very scary that they have to, you know, even justify their existence. Like, in the current state that we're in. So we need to help give them a voice. You know, I'm not, I don't want to sit here and ever like say like, Oh, like I had to struggle to do this and that. Like I was very fortunate. And I think like trans people definitely in, in this point need our help. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of them are trans people of color. It's like lat in the Latinx community and African American people, which is like really, really like a bummer. Like, so, I mean, that's even shows, you know, the struggle. I mean, I know I'm not trying to like, you know, make, a certain race of like trans people like better than the other but a lot of the the people that are you know killed are trans peoples of color so that's they're I targeted mean, really... first it's safe to say they're they're targeted first because of yeah the communities you know they happen to be from and cultural you know, reasons yeah and sadly you know the assholes out there that commit these crimes it's just it's almost like an easy win for them. So we need to do our part and support them so we can make sure this is not okay. And it's not, and even like people of color in the trans community, they're, you know, they're also like pushed away from their own communities, like as a black person or a Latin person, like they're pushed away from their own racial communities. And I think that's, it's even more important that we're out there supporting them because 
they're getting pushed away from multiple facets of their life. Like it's not, not a good thing at all. It does a great deal to just listen. You know, a lot of us think we have the answer. A lot more of us need to just listen before we react or speak or think we just need to listen and, you know, definitely ask how we can help. Right. And the other thing also to consider is, um, you know, even this list of 22 is too many. But I was reading that a lot of like the numbering and the statistics on this is off because a lot of times the deaths are reported under their dead name. So they are like reported as the incorrect gender or um, under the incorrect names. So a lot of times like it's hard to actually really know what the amount of you know trans deaths are because people aren't like using the correct gender pronoun or a correct name that they're that they're actually are like they're not using these people's actual names and sexes and gender so it's like really crazy to think that this could number could be double or even triple or who even knows how exponentially like the amount of people that are being killed and it's usually by people they know. Right. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So, sort of to move on and maybe, like, get us into a little bit of a happier mood, I just wanted to talk about a little bit of Twitter drag drama because I don't know if you guys saw this because this was, like, a quick tweet drama and delete. So, <laughs> um, and, you know, of course, it revolves around Eureka O'Hara. Goodness. Oh, we're, tr- we're trying, Queen. You got to stay out of it. You <laughs> I gotta know. You got to stay out of it. Stop. I know. <laughs> so, so you know, uh, Eureka and Mayhem Miller have had their little sort of issues in the past, you know, a la drag con that whole issue. So recently, Mayhem, maybe I don't, I don't know where the initial post was, but Mayhem commented on Eureka getting some sort of like bougie like bag. I think it was from Louis Vuitton on Rodeo Drive or something like that. And so Mayhem said something about like, oh, like there's probably nothing in there. Ha ha ha. Or something, which is like, you know, like an innocent drag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Sisterly. then, yeah. So then, um, Eureka's or like response to all this was to make like a whole video and it was so shady and like, she was basically like, oh, Mayhem wanted to say that I had nothing in this bag. So let me show you guys what actually is in here. But sh- so she was like being like really shady towards Mayhem and being like, oh, since my sisters aren't supporting me. Like, I don't know. Eureka was being like psychotic. Like she looked crazy. Like, and it really made me uncomfortable to watch the video. And it was like Eureka was doing like some sort of like weird flex. Like that was just like completely unnecessary. I think that, so here's here's a T. Like, I've said that I've supported Eureka in the past, but the thing about me is if you're going to make yourself look like an asshole or crazy, that's where I leave you. You're on your own. What was this for? I saw the clip, and like Seth said, it was very uncomfortable to watch because everybody's just like, girl, what are you doing? This is just somebody giving you, like, a sisterly drag, and you've taken it to 100 in less than three seconds. And what for? Like you're on this Christmas special coming up. Maybe you're just feeling yourself a little bit. But listen, bitch, you still didn't win. You were given a pass into the top yeah. three at the finale. I said it. I know I've said different in the past, but you were given <laughs> a pass. You are lucky to be part of this. So you do well in thinking before you spoke. 
or press record yeah. on your fucking iPhone 6s. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I mean, she's kind of like just trying her luck. Like, I don't understand. Maybe it was just like she, maybe Eureka was trying to be funny about it, but it just really came off the wrong way. Yeah. And, you know, this is one of those moments where I hope the Vixen had something to say about it because that would just be really rich. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, yeah. I didn't watch the video and I don't really know anything about it, but like, I don't know. Eureka, sometimes I feel like she just based off her like social media like profile in general since like her show um i feel like it's just like over the top sometimes like i feel like she just needs to like calm her ass down so i don't doubt at all that she was like being super extra on social media (laughs) so and it's like what for are you trying not to work because people don't want to work with bitches like that i mean we've said it you know like we love alaska on tv her live show is not shit like i was so disappointed seeing an alaska show so eureka keep doing this and we'll see how crowded your venues get yeah i mean um yeah i mean opinions can definitely change i think i tweeted this but i've like sort of like come around a little bit with valentina i listened to her <laughs> I listened to her on Whimsically Volatile. And so, like, I think that's kind of what I was missing with Valentina is because I never really got to, like, get to i never felt like i really got to know her on on her season like she was just Mm -hmm. like kind of like this annoying bratty drag queen but and like also she kind of seemed undeserving too because she'd only been doing drag for like 10 months at that point so i listened to her on whimsically volatile and i feel like i got to learn a lot more about her and i got to like see her like being you know as a real person and being like i got to see like the real valentina oh that's exciting to hear i need to listen i need to listen to katya's show like how many episodes have we had where it's just like this is reference like i need to start listening like tonight i mean the reason i love valentina is because she's a character right on the show at least she's kind of the evil bitch that you're just like this bitch is like evil i don't really know what to think of her but she (laughs) plays into her character like she like plays into it so like to me it's just great television you know what i mean like how can you go wrong with that (laughs) (laughs) they were they were calling her villantina Valentina, and she—I feel like she's not afraid to own it. Like she owns her villainous, like for sure. Like if you watched her like interviews on this new season, like she was basically like, "I guess I'll be Valentina." Like it's just like she's totally like into it herself. Yeah, she's like come to like know she's owning up to her drag identity as it's portrayed on RuPaul's Drag Race, but also as, you know, her as a person, you know, he, him, her, whatever, like Valentina as a person, she's just owning up to it 100%. And that's what we've been missing. Yeah. She was saying like how she felt like she had to portray a character, like of how she was perceived and, and that she wants to like actually be more, about like being herself and so i was like okay like i can really appreciate that and she was like kind of like going into her inspirations like as a latinx queen and like really Uh being proud of her mexican culture and heritage and i was like okay work like all right and it was like interesting to get to hear all that and get to hear her be a little shady but like in a fun way and she mentioned the whole red m&m thing was actually not true so that was (laughs) 
<laughs> like kind of interesting. I'm excited to see Valentina. You know, I've liked Valentina since she's graced us with her presence and in the intros. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm so pumped for the seasons to come. Yeah, the reason I actually mention that is because I just want people to realize that just because you uh, have like this perceived notion about someone, you don't necessarily even know them. So like the only way I knew Valentina was from RuPaul's Drag Race and I could only judge her based on what happened on the show. But now that I know more about her actual life, I'm like, okay, like I have respect for you. Like, am I super into her drag? Not really. I mean, like she's not like someone I'm like obsessed about, but I respect her culture that she's like really trying to promote her culture across the world. And I really respect her her for her work ethic. Yeah. And see, this is what, you know, Rue Queens and fans need to do. Like we're so quick to jump to conclusions. You need to actually do your homework and take time to get to know people. You know, you can't, you can only say so much about a queen after a single season because you're only you're going to see what you want to see you know own your Mm -hmm. shit and then get to know the person and i'll just quickly say too like i saw something where farah had tweeted out basically that she wasn't ready for the season to start because like basically everyone all the fans were like being mean already and like rude and i think it's just like fans of drag race need to like be willing Like, I feel like you can be a fan of the show, but, like, you don't need to attack the other queens. Okay, like, if you don't like somebody, that's fine, but, like, you don't need to attack them. Like, there's a way to say, like, oh, that's not my preferred drag, or I didn't like this or that, but, like, there's no reason to attack that person, and I feel like fans could learn a lot by just, like, being, like, a lot more nice, right? And just, like, basically say, okay, and we've talked about this a lot, but, like, um... I don't know. Think about the Vixen, you know, like we can, yeah, the Vixen, we, we can really talk like. about the Vixen in a neutral manner. Like, okay, maybe she's not our favorite, but we've also defended her side plenty of times. You know, you have to be able to level with yourself and with these Queens. You don't know these people. It's too quick to pass judgment and you need to like not be so keyboard texting brave and dig right. deep more into the emotion and why you watch the show. Why do you love the show? You need to pay attention to that. Right. And where um, where I think the Vixen has kind of really... I mean, it's taken a while, but I think she's really redeemed her image from the show yeah. at this point in her career. But I think Eureka's kind of on the decline to, and personally. I'm sure, I know there's lots of people that stand her. I agree. No, Eureka needs to be careful because she's too into her shit right now, but she could easily be dethroned whatever that means to her (laughs) definitely so with that i think we're at a good stopping spot to um move on to our last portion of the episode i know this is kind of a longer one so we're gonna try and get through this trade quickly trade 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 All right, you guys welcome back it's time to talk about some sexy menses so Maybe uh, Jamal, we'll start with you since it's your birthday. Like, girl, who's your trade? Yummy. So my trade is fashion model, um, freckled light skin on Instagram. He's gorgeous, um, Hamad. He is this light skin London-based guy. He's got freckles all over his face, but um, he's he's gorgeous. And I don't want to say like freckles all over his oh, face, yeah, he's like cute. he's you know, someone who's not worth looking at, but 
He's very <laughs> like, um, well, I mean, he's a model. Like, oh, he's yeah, he's one of he's one of those like weird ones. Like, if you watch America's Next Top Model, they always like the um, you know the odd person. You know, how does this person look, and what makes them different? Do they have oversized eyes or giant ears or like their lips are way too small or they have no eyebrows for him it's his freckles and he openly talks about on his instagram you know growing up in the middle eastern community and like people in his family even saying you know like you can go get this fixed like go get rid of go get rid of your freckles you can do this you can do that but he's just like super sexy in his confidence and he's just like very attractive to me because he's just like he's really like revenge of the nerds for me because this is something that he's grown up dealing with and people pick on him for and now he's like a fashion model he's all over covers he's all over print and editorial ads and people know who he is and he's still a very handsome guy people have freckles like what's the big deal (laughs) yeah definitely so he's he's my fave for my birthday trade he's gorgeous and i would love to meet him or have him on the show definitely cool um so i think for my trade actually i just did a last minute substitution because i'm feeling i'm kind of like in my feelings now after talking about the trans day of remembrance and like actually like more serious topic um so my last minute substitution does not diminish how much that i actually think that they are cute so my my trade this week is going to be Ezra Miller, star of the Fantastic Beasts. Well, one of them. <laughs> He's but, so um, hot. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean... Perks of being oof. a wallflower. Hello. Oh my gosh. Ezra was so attractive in that movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, like many guys with long hair, but he does it for me. <laughs> yes. So Ezra, I think, is so attractive. Ezra does not... Um, identify as male or female so I think that is super like awesome they just are themselves and I've really been digging their crazy looks for the runway for Fantastic Beast 2 because yeah. there's like so, I've been having such, fun with those posts. Yeah, they're like crazy, crazy outfits, like the the black bubble wraps, like sort of like um, the um, the uh, white do with like the silvery makeup and like the sort of Zoolander esque uh, look to it. So Ezra is just so interesting to me, like. I mean, he's having fun and he's like sexy in the fun he's having. Yeah. Yeah. Like also a musician too. I don't remember um, what, what his role is, but I've listened to music of a band that he's in and it's really interesting. And um, yeah. So Ezra, uh, like besides like Timothy Chalamet, like Ezra is like really up there, like top three bays for sure. <laughs> we can't replace Bay number uno, but Ezra you're up there. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Stony? Um, so my trade of the week is um this really hot light skinned guy. His name is Family First with two T's. Oh, Family oh. First Day. Does is he that have his like, God given name? Yeah, he's just Oh, he's pretty. I don't know, he's very sexy man. Like Is that a even... silk shirt? I don't even know. Just lay on his titties all perfectly. He has a nice beard with like a nice body. And I'm just like, 
totally into it. So I don't know. Like I'd be my, family first too. Like get on my level, girl. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> look at that look at that sweatsuit look i mean i see I mean, it like but it's just okay i don't know maybe i'm reading too much into this i don't get it don't go too deep i don't know girl but like this is gonna it be says like his name is kevin caesar portillo can we just like identify him as that i mean sure whatever he wants me to call him i guess i mean i'll Daddy. be marcia brady okay i'm just saying zaddy Zaddy. Oh, Oh, honey. (laughs) Um, All right, you guys. I don't mean to cut you off, Stoney, but I think this is one of our longer podcasts to date, so I just feel like we need to once again say happy birthday to Jamal. May this year. Feliz Cupianos. <laughs> Thank you for my birthday, everybody. Tell a friend about us. Share the episode, whether you're on Android or iPhone. Remember to rate and review us and leave. drop us a line, tfcpod at gmail.com. Let us know how you're feeling about the show and get excited with us. We're almost a year old and Drag Race is coming. Yeah. yeah. Don't we have like a website or something? Yeah. Thanks for coming. Podcast.com. Check it out. Dot US got Yeah. <laughs> okay so a lot of we do have a lot of rupaul content coming for you next week if everything goes to plan we will be discussing all stars forecast with nikki from nikki needs an adult another fantastic podcast um we will have a after that a hollis slay recap or recap, I should say. And then from yes, there, queen. we are just into all-stars for all day, every day. So we'll get back to our, po- our uh, RuPaul's Drag Race roots. That's right. We're going to keep the same format, but RuPaul's Drag Race will be in the show. So It'll buckle the up. topic, girl. Yeah, buckle up. It's going to be fun. We're excited. Yes, it's going to be topical. <laughs> oh. Welcome to America. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, thank you guys for coming. And until next week, bye.